What is going on, guys? We are back again for another episode. It is 11 17, uh, 2021. We've been at this almost a year. We have so many followers, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, from the United States, of course, New York to California, Texas, all the way around. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we have listeners from Germany, South Africa, Sweden, United Kingdom, Northern Ireland, Canada, eh? Puerto Rico, Japan, Singapore, and Nigeria. So I'm so proud that we've gotten so far. Um, thank you guys so much for, for your support. Um, and anyone coming in from any one of those countries, even the United States and different states, um, please click on, we have a little thing there on Anchor here where we're recording um, to leave a little snippet. Just, just a little one. Leave a little 30 second snippet so that we can hear you guys. You know, it's really important for us to listen to you guys and listen to different sides of our views as well as yours. Um, the biggest thing is educating each other on different views and diversities and cultures and religions and everything. The, the more education you have, um, not book smart, I'd say, but just street smart in sense of learning different things. That's the biggest thing about life. Um, right now, we don't have the filter. I don't have the filter on the... So no filter on the microphone. So if you guys hear a lot of the P's popping and the T's and S's and all that, that's why um, there's obviously just like some of our first episodes, we kind of want to bring it back around. So you're going to hear a lot of background noise and things of that such. Hopefully dogs barking, pagers going off and cats making a crazy muck. Um, also, thank you, Middleburg Rotary. Uh, big shout outs to Wes Andrews up there, Wes Laraway. Uh, Mr. Danable, uh, Joni, and of course, Vicky, um, also part of MABA. Thank you guys so much for everything you've done and the support you've given us. Uh, last weekend, or last week, I apologize, Veterans Day, uh, they invited me and my wife out to a special dinner for them. They got, you know, ZD pasta, or pasta, yeah, of course, ZD's pasta, stupid. Um, but they did ZD salads, pies, it was really good. The American Legion was there. They had a special presentation for us. So it was really, really good to have that kind of support locally. But having the support also of the community and knowing how much they reach out to others. Um, I found out through sharing your guys' stories and through sharing Triggered through them at their program from the weekend before. That they reach out and they've touched so many countries as well. They're, they're an international club. Um, and what they do is they, they're trying to eliminate polio entirely. Like from what I was tracking, um, and I definitely want to have some of those guys come on the show, but one of the biggest things was eliminating polio, eradicating it completely from the world. I found out as of, uh, up to date, there's only been two cases of polio over the past year in the whole entire world. One was in Afghanistan and one was in Pakistan. So, hey, you guys are doing a great job doing your thing. Um, you know, maybe we can send coronavirus to those fuckers. But, uh, hey, you know, it, it is what it is. It really is a great thing to, to heal the world entirely. Um, you know, one person at a time. Again, like I say, education is key. So, this episode, I really wanted to 
get on this topic because it's a hot topic for a lot of people. Um, it's not a political topic. It's not a, a, a hot topic in the sense of let's piss people off and this, that, and the other. It is a hot topic because it is in our news right now and it affects a lot of people. So let's throw it out there. Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. Uh, 16, 17 year old kid at the time. Um, and again, if I'm wrong on any of my facts, please correct me with proper resources too. Not because you saw something on fucking Google and you think it's right. Cause that's not correct. Um, actual facts, uh, kids, 16, 17 years old went to a riot or I shouldn't say riot. That's a bad wording. Went to a, a uproar, I should say from the BLM and all these other things, uh, due to a political event that had happened. So he went there and they say he crossed lines. Now, if you know where this kid lives approximately in Wisconsin or whatnot, it really wasn't that far away from his house. Um, he was pretty much right on the border anyways. And so was this place, I guess. And again, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Uh, but it really wasn't like he went, you know, five, six hours out of his way two train rides and a plane ticket to get to where he needed to. Um, but he went there and he was working as a medic as an, I don't know if it was an EMTB or a full medic. Um, I know New York state's a little weird. So other places have different ways, um, working as a medic to help people if they needed anything, water, medical attention, whatever. And he was there to keep the peace. Um, he was strapped up as a tactical position because you never know what happens. And, um, Earlier that, earlier that night, he had gotten harassed a bunch of times by a bunch of people. And he felt the tension there. He felt it wasn't safe for him. Uh, this very young, courageous, strong man, in my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion, um, decided, hey, you know what I mean? I, I got to stay strapped. I feel something's going down and I don't want to be the death of me. Um, so he was... You know, still, while he was strapped with his M4, um, walking around helping people. He wasn't going around aiming and shooting at people. He was going around helping people. Then, all of a sudden, these rioters and violent terrorists of domestic terrorism started jumping him and got him to the ground, in which he did not fire one shot, mind you, did not fire one shot while he was on the ground. Then... The one guy came over with him with a pistol, and that's when he started shooting. That's when he felt his life was in danger. Now, he could have just went through the whole entire crowd and lit everybody up, but he didn't because he was smart and he knew that wasn't the right choice. He was in fear for his life. He was in danger. He was kicked to the ground, and his whole entire life changed at that moment. Imagine this. A 16, 17-year-old kid literally took two lives that night. Because he was scared that it was going to be his own life. The third one, he shot in the bicep. Now, grant you, yes, a 5.56 five, round will hurt you. It's not that it won't. But in the testimonies, this guy goes, it vaporized my bicep. Now, I've shot in the military M4s all day long. That's that's a very, to me, it's like a 22 almost. I shot the 240 Bravos, two, you know... Mark 19s, 50 cals, all that stuff, okay? If I hit you with a 50 cal, that will vaporize your bicep. If I hit you with a Mark 19, you will be dust. If I hit you with a 240 or a 240 Bravo, you're going to have a big size hole in your arm 
Will it vaporize it? Probably not. But this dude ran up on him and said, you vaporized my, my bicep. It's gone. I've seen the pictures. I saw the video. Okay, he didn't vaporize it. That shit just got shot. He wanted to fuck around to find out, and he's now the grand champion of this year. Last year was a Twisted T guy. This year, this year is him. And that dude fucking got shot in the arm because he fucked around and didn't think he was going to be, you know, thought he was going to beat this kid up. And you know what? Hey, good for you. You won. You, you won that trophy. Good job, buddy. But with all the trial going on now and everything, there's a lot of people that want to set him free. Personally, I think he's a hero as well. But a lot of people are trying to get him on other charges. The prosecution uh, has been trying to, to rip into him in every way they can. And the judge just simply said, no, legally, you cannot do that. And I really like the judge because he seems very down the middle. At least to me, he does. Um, you know, what's right and what's wrong. You didn't put this into the preliminary hearing, so you're not going to use that at this hearing. Um you know, a defense has FBI footage from a drone showing exactly Kyle's um, whereabouts and his actions. They put that in preliminary hearings, so therefore you can use it. So it's just, I mean, it's crossing your T's and dotting your I's. You know, we're not going to make this whole entire Kyle Rittenhouse thing into another, you know, George Floyd incident or a fucking Trayvon Martin bullshit because those are definitely different things. This kid. I want to say, and maybe you disagree with me, no matter what side you fall on in a political mindset, none of that matters. The kid is right and he's correct. And here's another thing you guys got to think about. He's a 16, 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid now, I guess. Um, Imagine the trauma he's going through in his mind. He went to go somewhere to help people out and ended up walking away with two murder charges and maybe facing life in prison. Now, just imagine that you're, okay, all my first responders, right? Not even military, just first responders, fire, EMS, police. You go and you go to your job. Your job, you go there and you get a call. Your call is, you know, some crazy stuff's going down. You have to go there to medical treatment. You get to the place and you have people attacking you. And you use an oxygen tank and knock a guy out because he was coming after you. You come to find out a couple hours later that guy died. Now you're getting charged with murder. I'm not saying it's the same exact thing, but pretty much. He was going there in the mindset to help people. He wasn't going there in the mindset to let's blow everyone away. And also, this kid was not only tactically educated and trained. He knew how to handle himself in high-stress situations. Most 16-year-olds nowadays can't spend more than two seconds in front of, you know, their homework or the TV or, you know, driving and texting. You're like, and this kid had the discipline and knowledge to do that. So if anything, again, he should be a hero. He should be a hometown hero. He should be a federal hero. Shit, I even dare say we make it into a national holiday for Kyle Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse Day. To say most Americans should stand up to thugs like that, that he went after. Or I shouldn't say that. He, he didn't go after. They went after him, but he defended himself. And we should make that a national holiday. National anti-bully day. To stand up to your, pro, your your the people going after you 
and you fucking put them in place. That's my mindset. I know when I was in kindergarten, I had this kid, Bobby, and I'm not going to put his last name out here because he might be listening. And we're, we were friends in, after this happened. But in, in kindergarten, little six-year-old me, big poofy hair, poor white kid, you know, white trash kind of looking kid, goes to school and I was bullied. Bullied, bullied, bullied for a few months, right? And I came home one day and I was crying and I explained to my parents what was going on. My mom said, we'll talk to the teacher. We'll figure something out. My dad said, knock him the fuck out and he'll leave you alone. Of course, the ones who know me personally know what choice I picked real quick. So, me and my little outlaw thuggish ways, you know, even in kindergarten, uh, as soon as I got into school that morning, he was picking on me. So, back in kindergarten, in the good old days, we had these square blocks, right? They're probably three, four inches deep by maybe a foot and a foot. And I picked up one of those fuckers. I knocked that kid so hard in the head, I knocked him square out. He just ran on the floor because I was so mad. The teacher saw it, obviously, and took it away, called my parents, so on and so forth. I got in trouble, but Bobby also got in trouble. After that, we became friends. We were good. I remember in elementary school, this kid, uh, I won't put his name out there because he might be listening. We'll leave that one, you know, anonymous. Um, we were, he pissed me off all the time. He was one of these preppy kids who I just, I just could not stand. And he didn't like me. I didn't like him. He tried, you know, getting tough on me. Elementary school. We're doing the, uh, what's that? The relay with the little baton and all that. So he was my partner and I was supposed to hand it off to him. Of course, the principal and the gym teachers, they know the kids they don't like. So they pair them together. So... I'm running up to him, and I didn't like running anyways, and he's reaching his hand out to grab it. So, again, I just jump up and whack him in the head with it, and then throw it down at him. Gym teacher didn't see that one, but I got away with that one. And then in high school, I got into another fight, and so on and so forth. But it's like, we need to have more kids stand up for what's right and what they believe in. And if you're getting bullied or attacked in some way, stand up. I'm not saying, you know... Go attack everybody who, you know, looks at you sideways. That was my, you know, mental deficit. Um, sometimes it still is. But it's one of those things like you need to stand up for yourself. You need to stand up for what's right. Stand up for what you believe in. And don't let people take advantage of you. Stand up and say, no, fuck you. I'm going to put you back in check. Go play that game with someone else. If you feel taken advantage of, if you feel like they're trying to run something up on you and, and you're not liking it, take advantage of that. And you be the aggressor. You be the the alpha dog in that situation. Because you know what? 90% of the time when you get into a confrontation or a point of conflict, 99% of people will run away. Because they don't know what it's like to have conflict. Because everyone's, you know, keyboard bullies and, you know, texting and call and typing on Facebook and all this. You know what? Sometimes you just need to man up and woman up and just just yoke them up. Now, again, I don't promote violence, but I think that's still a better way to deal with a situation like that as opposed to, like, what if Kyle just laid down and said, oh, yeah, you know, just beat me up. He would have been dead and nothing would have been heard of it. Now we're having people stand up for what what's right 
and they're staying behind Kyle and saying, no, what Kyle did was right, what they did was wrong. Get rid of these terrorist attacks. Get rid of these terrorist uh, communities that live within our communities. Okay? Now, I'm not saying, you know, again, attacking anybody is good. But, I mean, you have all these politically ran agendas and these political groups that are trying to make a point that make no sense at all. Okay? Here's my question. Back in the day... I'm saying 50s and 60s, the Black Panthers were pretty much all black power. Okay, cool. I understand their movement. I understand what they were doing. Even back then, they had alternate agendas, just like the Ku Klux Klan. They were ran by political influenced people. And still yet, they were wrong as well because they were doing the same thing every other group was. There's always that yin and yang. And you know what? Today is no different. Today is no different. We're just putting labels out there to instill fear into people. Let's just be adults, men and women, and stand up for what we believe and what's right. Let's not have a group or, you know, I mean, groups are good. Communities are good. It's good to belong to to things like that. But let's just man up and and women up and say, you know, no, I'm not going to put up with that shit. That shit's wrong. You know, there's that song by New Breed, you know, Welcome to My House. And basically saying... You, you know, some people tried breaking into his door and he took them out and they're fucking gone. See ya. Now, did it really happen? Probably not. It's probably just a song. But we need more aggression like that. People to say, no, you step on my lane, you step on my rights, or we're going to take you out because that's not right. Again, going around shooting people, that's not cool. I totally agree with that. But if it means life or death, I'm winning. I'm going to live another day. My family's going to live another day. There's so many other ways to handle things like peaceful protests and peaceful walks. You know, the these people in, that happened with Kyle Rittenhouse, they weren't peaceful. They weren't going there for peace. Most of them were actually paid to be there to up, uproar and make chaos so that the cops would react so that it looks like all the police are bad beating on people. Okay, we have to realize as Americans, a lot of these political groups, and, and I say political groups because they are ran by the politicians. They're not ran by, you know, a, a peaceful leaders trying to make a real difference anymore. Back in the day, it used to be, um, you know, the whole, I call it like the hippie movement and the tree hugging movement. All that stuff was done because they didn't want their land destroyed. They didn't want their forest destroyed and turned into bare land. And you know what? I agree with them. They were there. Yes, they went to extremes. They chained themselves to trees and stuff like that. But they weren't out there, you know, attacking people and stuff like that. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Um, And this can even go back all the way to the Salem trials in Massachusetts when if you look sideways at somebody or someone said, oh, I think they're a witch. You're automatically burned. You're going to a cross and getting burned. It's just insane how quick we, we spread this like wildfire. The fear in the people. Let's wake our eyes up. Let's open them up and say, no, just because you're, uh, you know, also the president, the mayor, the governor, whatever, any of that, you know, higher up politics in whatever community you live in, um, whether it's a pastor or a priest or whatever, it doesn't matter. And they say, oh, this, this and this. You know what? Second guess everything. Do your research, as I always say. 
and then go back to it. Does it if if it sounds a little weird or maybe it's not adding up, it's because it doesn't add up. Be smart. Don't be stupid about it. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up with that one. It's a short episode. Um, thank you again to all of our supporters. Thank you to everyone who's helped us get to this far. Um, you're definitely not forgotten. We have just so many. It's, it really is hard to say. Uh, Lisa from Four Star. She was on our episode last time. Go listen to that. She is the sweetest person in the world. I love her so much. And she is hardcore. She is like the hardest worker I know. She's definitely a, a boss. Um, actually, Lisa from Four Star Reality and Lisa from Bewitch Me Joyful. We have so many good friends named Lisa. Lisa from Bewitch Me Joyful. Go check her out down there in Morris, New York. She just opened up her brand new shop. And she's actually doing trade-ins for her books. Um, So you can bring a book and you get some credit in the store. And you can walk out with something really cool. Um, Lisa's definitely hooked us up with a lot of great stuff. And we fucked her up with triggered stuff. Um, So Lisa, thank you so much for your support. Uh, In the next couple weeks, we're going to be getting um, Chris Talley. He is a running for uh, a political spot in Houston, Texas. Uh, Former Marine, I guess we'll put it that way. You know, once a Marine, always a Marine, just like the Army. But uh, he's going to be on the show speaking on on some of the way he's thinking. Um, And we have a lot of special guests this year. I got lined up. So, guys, thank you so, so much um, for all your support. Keep your minds clean. Keep your eyes open. And always remember, stay triggered.